Hey guys, and welcome back to another series of the boring shit you need to know in business. I'm Amy Bajada, and I'm excited because this series, there's going to be more topics, more conversation, and some amazing business owners to share this time with. So let's jump in. I'm excited today to have the gorgeous Tash Harris from the delectable Sugar Mama Bakes with me. The house of custom desserts such as cakes, cupcakes, cookies, and macaroons. Thanks for stopping by today, Tash. Thank you so much for having me on. It's a pleasure. Super <laughs> Is it excited. macaroons or macarons? It's macarons. It's macarons. So, okay. That's right. Um, macaroons are the, they're like the coconut type biscuits. It's just oh. like coconut and I don't know what else is in there. But, yeah, that's a macaroon. Okay. Right. I'm hopeless. I just eat them. I don't that's prepare it. them. <laughs> don't worry. That's all that matters. <laughs> You're like so many business owners that I come into contact with. You have created a beautiful online business from a love of baking. Tell me about this transition or the story, as you will, that how you got here. Okay. It's a long one. <laughs> So my background is actually corporate. Um, I was working for NAB for about five years, managing a team of 16 bankers. So that's my background. Um, And then I fell pregnant with my first daughter, Zana, and that was 2018, no, 17 when I gave birth to her. So, yeah, so I left NAB to go on mat leave. And coming from that environment, it's full on coaching every day, meeting every day. So it's very social, you know, you're constantly kicking goals and working on the next best thing. And yeah, the interaction was, you know, on fire all the time. So yeah, came into mat leave, enjoyed motherhood, joined mother's group, you know, to keep that social interaction up because my hubby was working full time. And then I think it was her first birthday. I'm like, oh, you know, I'll try and make a um, cookie cake. So I went to Spotlight (laughs) (laughs) and bought like a packet of like cookie mix and did her cookie cake. And I thought, oh, this is so beautiful. I took a photo of it. And I thought, you know what, I'll just start an Instagram page and I'll start putting stuff on there, you know, that I bake. Because I, like growing up, I always baked. I grew up with my grandparents. Um, in Germany sorry I stayed with them in Germany for about a year and that they've always been bakers so that whole year I spent literally just learning their recipes and every time I went back I would you know they'd write me their little recipes on bits of paper which I still have so yes I've always had a love of baking but I think it was just like the interaction with people and having a goal and like building on something that I really missed it during maternity leave so yeah, this Instagram page started, I just started posting on there and then I started baking for like the mums in the mums group because obviously the birthdays were all together. So, you know, I would do cupcakes and cookies and it just like naturally progressed from there. And then I did a cake decorating class with Amelia Jackson, who just won MasterChef was yes. it this last year. Yeah. So she had like a last minute cancellation. I'm like, great, perfect time to like upskill and do cakes because I didn't really have any idea how to do a cake. I knew how to bake a cake, but it's yeah. the decorating side that I didn't really have down pat. Um, so I did yeah a class with her and again like I just went on marketplace and advertised like 
cupcakes for real cheap and cookies for real cheap and grew my like my audience on Instagram and Facebook and then I fell pregnant again so that meant more time for me at home and then yeah I just constantly built on the skills that I had I was doing classes you know I did a class for macarons and practice 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 all my all my baked goods and kind of built on that and then friends turned into people off Instagram and it yeah it just grew but then I had my second daughter and then things were a little bit hectic for me because I had two kids yeah I just had a newborn um, and then I was looking after two-year-old managing home and then I had a pretty steady influx of orders coming in so every weekend I would have something to do which was good and then I jumped straight into baking. I think it was like a month after my second was born. Yeah, no rest. Crazy. No, rest. <laughs> no, crazy, absolute mayhem. So yeah, so in hindsight, like I jumped into it way too fast. I felt like if I had stopped, the progress that I had made would just dwindle away, and I'd yeah. be irrelevant, you know. And then no one would order from me anymore, which is <laughs> so silly. But yeah, so that's when postnatal depression kicked in. because I was taking way too much on but it was a a good wake-up call for me because it allowed me time to look at my business at what needed to be changed and it needed to be changed because I was taking on too much and I had to simplify it the first thing to do was well how can I simplify it for my customers and how can I simplify it for myself and the first thing that came to me was well I need an online store yeah. So people can just go on there, have a look at my products, what I've got, do it all there. There's no back and forth, you know, they can look at what they want and what I love to bake will be on this website, which meant no cakes for me because they were too stressful. <laughs> <I bet>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So cakes were the first thing to go. And I love, the thing is I love doing them. Like I, I still do love doing them. Like it's my creative outlet. And I think this is how this all came about, the interaction and the creative outlet that I needed. But, yeah, they were the first to go because they were too stressful and it was just adding to my anxiety, honestly. Like, yeah, the, yeah, too much. Um, So, yeah, so it was, okay, well, online store website would be perfect. And this was the end of 2019. So I spent, like, hours and hours and hours on godaddy.com.au and try to build my own website and the finished product was not what I wanted. And when I think of my products, I think like beautiful, simple, clean, you know, just like nice to look at. And the website that I built wasn't portraying that. It just looked <laughs> cheap and nasty, honestly. Well, you weren't a website designer at the time. Absolutely no. not. <laughs> and you didn't, what do you, didn't, you're telling me you didn't have time to be, do a course on website design? No time, hell point? no. There was no, 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 no. I was barely <laughs> keeping my shit together, to be honest with you. So, yeah, so something needs to be done and that was my idea. And then I thought, well, yeah, get rid of cakes, have a website. And then that's when I thought, okay, well, investing all this time and not getting what I wanted I need to call upon someone else and that's when I got um, my web designer in and then I had a meeting with him and he with him had a marketing guy heaven sent these two I bet heaven sent like (laughs) best investment ever so yeah so 
and, and the thing was because all my money that I was making was going back into the business. So I, I, I literally had no money. Like, yeah. So my husband had to help me out and he had to then invest our own personal savings, which yeah. you do when you start a business. Of course, yeah. And then I thought, well, how can I target a wider audience? Because with obviously baked goods, you can't really ship them. It needs to be local customers. Yeah. And I thought, well, I've seen people bake cookies and ship them. So, you know, how do I how do I go about doing that? Um, you know, and I looked into it, how to package them, the longevity of the item, et cetera, et cetera. And I thought, okay, well, perfect. Cookies are the way to go. And then I'll have my macarons and my cupcakes there because I still, like, I love to do them and people love to purchase them. So I had that all going. So my marketing guy was working on, so he was doing Google ads at that time mm-hmm. um, to get my SEO Google ranking up. So, you know, one thing is to have a beautiful website, but if no one knows where it is, no, that's there's right. <laughs> no point in having one, right? Yeah. So we're working on that and it was gaining a lot of traction. And again, like because of that, I was getting a lot of orders. And then I thought, well, how am I going to make this simple again for myself? Got rid of macarons, got rid of cupcakes. And here now what I'm standing here as the cookie lady, cookies yeah. only. And that's kind of how it grad, like gradually, I guess, came to this point of Sugar Mama Bakes doing cookies. Um, <laughs> So oh, yeah. many questions in all of that. Can I ask you a couple? Is that okay? Absolutely. So at any point along the journey, did mm-hmm. you ever, early in the journey, I'm assuming, yeah. and even you talk a little bit about postnatal depression, but was there yeah. any point where you thought, I'll just go back to my job? I'll just go back to my job? 100%. and Yeah. All the time. Okay. Like there'd be moments where it'd be crying like, hysterically and being like I can't like physically do this because I was working through the like not working through the day but in and out working through the day with the kids running around and then jobs absolutely and how efficient are you when you're doing two things at once not very no that's right yeah and then you know they'd go to bed and then I'd continue working at night time so I would get my orders done because I you know I wanted my product to be perfect and beautiful for my customers because that was what's important to me anyway so many many tears many Mm. times I thought I cannot physically do this anymore yeah and I would tell my husband even he was questioning like what are you doing why are you taking so much on you know this is not good for you it's not good for the kids I was arguing with him and then my first result would be well you know what I'm not going to do this anymore right basically fuck it like I'm not gonna why am I doing this to myself then the emotion would go away and then you just keep going you know you take one step at a time you assess the situation you're in and think of how you can do things better yeah many times did I think it would be easier to go back to work but then with having kids it was either yeah, go back to work five days a week, leave at six o'clock in the morning, come back at six. Like, why did I have kids for really, honestly? <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, so I think that was my motivation to keep going. Did that bring about the clarity then? When you, when you, when you dig through all of that, you really have to dig deep in those moments. And I've been there myself, so I, I totally understand. And yeah, when you dig deep, did it then provide a little bit of clarity to say, well, my outcome is I want to be with my kids more? 
how do I make this work and then try and push through that pain? That's always what it is. Yeah. It comes to, well, what's the end goal? Mm. Like, what is the end goal? Well, my end goal is I want to be able to provide for my kids, but I also want to have time with my kids. And how do I, you know, maximise both of these yeah. areas? Yeah. So, I mean, my business at the start wasn't, it was more of a hobby. Like, can't say I could live off it. Mm-hmm. Then I got to a point where I'm like, well, you either put in 100% work your ass off and see where you can take it or you just go back to work. Yeah. That's it. And be comfortable. You, be comfortable. Go to a job that you're going to be away from home like a lot of the week and yeah. enjoy your kids two days, mm. you know, on the weekend where you have to also clean and do all the other stuff. Split yourself um, even more. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's where it got to. Yeah. Mm. Which I love I love that it got you to a point where you then had to dissect even your primary business focus. Like you, you started off with wanting to offer so many different levels, but being able to bring it back and really taper it back to a point where you go, this is my niche. This is what I've chosen. This is why it works. I really love that. That would have been a really hard decision to come to, yes. given the investment in time that you'd put in. Correct, 100% was. Because even when I was saying to my husband, well, I don't want to do cakes anymore, my problem was then, well, people know me as the cake lady and people know me that, you know, when they have an event, you can get your cakes, you can get your cupcakes, you can get your cookies, you can get everything you need. I'm the one-stop shop. And I thought, well, what if no one comes back to me after I make this transition into just, you know, three basic desserts? Mm -hmm. But it was the best decision Like I wouldn't have thought that cutting out and again, like I'm not going to do something I don't enjoy. There's no, there's no, there's nothing positive that comes out of that. Yeah. And it will reflect in your work, which it did because I was so overwhelmed and stressed that I was making mistakes. You know, I like walked into a part, a birthday party with a two tier cake, which was cracking because the board wasn't, strong enough and then I was already on edge and then realized that I spelt the name of the child wrong on the cake oh gosh (laughs) just things like that in that and then you know obviously that builds on the oh my gosh like it just it was just like a snowball effect so it's like how can I simplify it so much so that I can give myself wholeheartedly to this product Mm. and make it the best product so people can enjoy. I love your buy-in to the fact that you, you know, there was a little bit of fear that you may have lost some customers, but you have to stay true to yourself. And even if you started out in one way, you have to kind of go, look, this is what's going to work in terms of the model. And I see this in business owners a lot where there's that real fear to make a change because everything seems to be humming along, but they're not getting that, balance that they need to be able to Mm -hmm. run even one of those components in their business to its full capacity, which is what you were able to identify, which is really good, even in all that chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did I think the outcome would be this great? No. (laughs) You just got to go for it. You got to take those risks and like, you know, if that works, it works. If it doesn't, well, back to the drawing board. You just have to reassess, change, adapt, be flexible, like, 
there's no other way around it. If you, you know, didn't do things out of fear, well, what progression are you going to make really? And it sounds um, like in such a short period of time, you, you've done a lot of change and adapting very, very quickly. So, you know, does that give you a bit more confidence that you've, you've yeah. ridden a storm before you've made a change and you've, you've come out of it and you, yeah. you're doing okay? Yeah, that for me, my, um, yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's like, but sometimes it doesn't work out and that's fine too. But it's a learning opportunity, you know, something doesn't work out. It's not the end of the world, really. <laughs> but yeah, I think my, my word, well, my catchphrase last year was just do it. Like, just do it. Don't think about it, just do it and then yeah. see what happens. So yeah, I applied that to everything <laughs> um, last year and it's worked out. So. Yeah. Nike got it right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they sure do, didn't they? With that catch cry, that's for sure. But can I ask you, you talk about outsourcing. Let's let's yes. talk about that, being able to identify the components of your business that, one, you either can't do yourself, two, is either weighing you down. Yeah. Tell me about that. I can say one thing very confidently. If I didn't outsource my website and marketing, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Because I not only did I learn from them, um, because they taught me a lot about the things I didn't know, mm. um, you know, SEO, Google ranking, you know, what to put in your Google advertisements, what um, I guess statistics to look at, how to see that, how many people are looking at your website, all these mm. things knew nothing right. about. So not only do you learn, but I feel like it's a good foundation of your business where you're not investing time at things you're not good at so yep. I'm not gonna like I already spent 12 or even more hours trying to do it I'm not getting really where I want to so pay someone to do it if you have the money if you don't have the money well you need to save and then pay for Fund them it. to do it yeah yep. it all takes time things don't just pop up and happen it's just a gradual you know build up yeah. I was just lucky enough that my husband was gave me the money but um yeah 100% perfect timing too so I built the website in about November 2019 Mm. so my Google ranking and the marketing strategy was put into place then which was a six-month strategy um, to get certain keywords like personalized cookies on a first page of Google because really no one looks at the second third fourth page so there's no point in your business being on those pages so yes it was a six month strategy by the time COVID hit I was already like second first page fabulous so I was already online my name was there and people were online shopping so it like couldn't have been better timing honestly when I went online Um, but yeah if I hadn't have done it we like I'd still be taking orders off Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I love I love that they even taught you about components of it. Often sometimes there feels like there's a little bit of a set and forget when someone mm. takes over, but it's nice to hear that they, you know, they built into their strategy yeah. this opportunity for you to be educated, even if you're not doing it yourself, yeah. for you to just understand what impact that's going to have for you as a business yeah. owner. No, they were amazing. Yeah, I felt like, like I gained friends. They were just like on the ball. I didn't even have to look at my and he'd like adjust where he needed to. Like very passionate about 
the progress and growth of my business still to this day. Yeah. And I'm not using the service. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask why there's been a transition out of their service? Is it because you're now educated enough or? I was getting too much work. (laughs) I couldn't. Nice problem to have. Absolutely. So in the middle of Corona, I was working by myself with two kids at home, no childcare, baking day and night, like a crazy woman with my husband at work. (laughs) And I was just like, I cannot, there's no more, there's no more here to give. But in saying that there's, yeah, once I look at expanding and which I have already like got someone on board, yeah, bloody oath, like why wouldn't I? Yeah. Get back on it yeah. but it's great that you can jump in and out of that as yes. the time suits so it's, it's being able to have that flexibility we didn't have that 20 years ago in business yeah like it wasn't as as flexible speaking of being flexible you announced and went into pop-up stores just before yeah. Christmas um, I'd love to hear more about that strategy so here you are at home you've got this this strategy working for you at home yes and you've decided to go I think it's a brilliant idea to get yeah people to just pardon the pun the little cookie cutter approach where people can just pick up and and not have to think about because you've already got things already going and and designs already there for people to grab tell me about that and tell me about the experience and how you got to that point and yeah Mm -hmm. um so throughout last year so trend that I was seeing was that people were purchasing for like like occasion you know Father's Day, Mother's Day, Valentine's Day all those beautiful seasonal yeah seasonal yeah um days but i had a lot of last minute customers bless their souls i'm exactly the same i was gonna say i'm exactly like that that's why i love the idea of the pop-up store that's for sure yes so i'm that person i'm exactly the same most of them are mums so i get it you Mm. know you're not thinking about things like this until the day before and i would make extra for people to come pick up at my door and through corona like it was you know contactless so I'd leave it by the door yeah, or whatever but then we're like well how are we gonna reach there's obviously opportunity for growth in that aspect of the face-to-face relationships and I guess customers so uh, me and my husband were like well we'll just set set up a van on the side of the road if we have to like yeah put a sign at the front and say cookies, whether or not that's legal, who knows. Um, and then I thought, well, no, like maybe we could do, like what's the next best thing? Maybe a market, then like who's going to markets during COVID? A lot of them won't even open or anything. Exactly. Yeah. So well, I, mm, and because of my food, my business is a food business, it's still classed as essential. Of course. So I thought, well, like pop-up shop maybe and then I liaised with one of my girlfriends who's done pop-up shops like in the shopping center near me um and then she told me the rent for Christmas and I thought oh that's not achievable <laughs> like a thousand eleven thousand dollars for a month and I'm like well how much how many thousand yeah crazy because it's Christmas period oh, of course, and it's not yeah. a whiz bang shopping center either mm. And then I did the maths roughly on how many cookies I had to sell. And it, it, it just didn't make sense. So then I thought, well, what's the next best thing to that? And I thought, well, I guess like you could do a small complex. And I didn't know what the rent was. So I started emailing around 
Yeah. And then I got pricing. I'm like, okay, this is achievable. Great. So, yeah. And then during, well, during that time, my husband lost his job. He's a sparky. So he was on a massive construction site. So mm. he was back at home. It, it's kind of bittersweet because I really needed him. The help. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, with bet. the kids. So, yeah. So he built me this beautiful pop-up. And then we just ended up doing it. Literally, there's like a small shopping complex five minutes from my house. It's got a Woolworths, a chemist, you know, a few takeaway stores. But I thought, hey, like everyone's still going to Woolworths. If yep. anything, they've probably had their busiest year this year. So I'm going to get traffic there. Mm. So, yes, yeah, so we just did it there for one week or two, two, one and a half weeks. And it was good. I got to like work with some other businesses that were local as well. So we had some really beautiful products like candles and everlasting. And it buys into that whole gift. Gifting, yeah. yeah. Perfect. Small business, like I'm all about small business and supporting other small businesses on board with their products as well. And that's, I guess, how it just came to fruition. Like it just happened. We just did, like I just did it. Yeah. I don't know. Again, I just rolled with it, looked for saw an opportunity. I thought, well, go for it. And if we walk out of it, with you know breaking even well great we've at least learned something from it yeah um, and you'll know the result at the end of it you can't yeah you can't speculate the to the nth degree you can try and formulate as much as you like prior going into that situation but the reality of it is you've got to give it a good crack if you can yeah. and like you said breaking even is a great opportunity to come out of the situation with yeah how did you go did did it no, it was successful. Expectations? I made, yeah, look, I don't know what my expectations were, to be honest. I thought, <laughs> you know, if it goes well, I'll make a little bit of money. Like, yep. I don't know. I, just, I think I, yeah, it, it went well. Look, we made right. some money. There's a lot of lessons I learned, but, like, that's what you get out of it, right? If I, yep. well, I will be doing it again, but I'll be doing it differently. I was going to ask you whether or not it's on the cards. Is that something that you see long-term for you to be popping up here, there and everywhere, or is it it's not a priority at the moment? At this time, so I'm doing like I'm jumping in on another pop-up with a local florist and then I'll potentially do one for Mother's Day again. So, yeah, it is on the cards. Like I've got it there, you know, why not do it? I made some money. It was, and it, I think for me, it was really nice to interact face to face with my regulars mm-hmm. because I didn't, I didn't get that beforehand. Like no. you know, have a conversation. Like there is conversation, but it's more you know, digitally. It's not the same. Yeah. Um. So it was so nice, and just see the regulars come, like into the pop up, and like. Yeah, it was very heartwarming actually. Like I was very overwhelmed with the support that I got from like my little Sugar Mama Bates community. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was a few days where I would randomly cry because I was just grateful. Not only have I like got a product out there, but I've really like connected with a lot of people that I feel like like they've got a genuine interest in me and my business. So, yeah. yeah. It was very nice. Um, yeah, that would be a beautiful feeling, a really yeah. beautiful feeling. And yeah. it takes it to a different level, doesn't it? When you turn your passion into something that just becomes passionate, you know, in its truest sense, and that's that's a really great place to be in. Yeah. Now, being in business, as you've alluded to, is really, really hard. What would you do differently if you had an opportunity 
if you were going to advise anybody right now, if they were to go down this path, you know, there's yeah. a lot of a lot of women, especially, and I'm not being sexist by any stretch of the imagination, but a lot of women in your situation that have just been home with the kids during maternity leave potentially, and they've started something that they love and don't even consider that this could be a business opportunity. They just do it because they love it. What mm. what would you say to them? What would you do differently? How would you? I definitely, so as we've already chatted about, look at your numbers, people. <laughs> yeah, know um, your numbers. I'm with that one. <laughs> so that's a massive one I think I would do at the start. I don't know. It's, oh, it's really hard to answer that because I feel like everything has gone the way it needed to almost. Even with the negative everything aspects, yeah. 100%. Like if I wouldn't have gone through that, then I'd be none the wiser, honestly. You know, even with last year, like it was crazy. I wasn't looking after myself and, you know, it was work, work, work. But like, okay, like this year, let's do it differently. So, yeah, um, definitely know your numbers because that's something that I haven't done properly. (laughs) Um, And I, (laughs) I feel like it's a massive thing. Like it's good to be able to work and do something that you're passionate about Um, but if you're going to turn a business and you want to make money and you have to support your family well then you need to know the boring shit yeah that's right and unapologetically I find like I hear a lot of people especially when it's built out of passion say things like oh I'm not in it for the money and I get you're not in it for the money but you still if you're going to be making a living you've got to you know, you've got to make a living, you know, not, not, you know, not apologize for that in any way. I think though that happens a lot at the start, like when people first start off in business as Mm. well, like they don't know their worth and they, like I did it, like, you know, and sell something for ridiculously cheap. I mean, you can do that to a certain point to, you know, build your skills or whatever, but it's, there's a fine line between doing that and just working for nothing yeah because you know you need to get to a point where you're like well my time is actually precious and if someone wants my service or my product well they need to pay for it it's as simple as that because it's taking time away from my family my kids and what have you for yeah I don't know that's how I look at it now yeah and I think you know you you post a lot about the process and stuff that you go through and I I think it's really refreshing to see the honesty and all of that, you know, it's not simply just putting a batch of cookies in while you're sitting there waiting for a batch of cookies to come out and you stick some stuff on it. There's so much behind the scenes, you know, I didn't even realize until I saw all the stuff that you go through. I mean, I appreciated the product and I appreciate what must go into it, but yeah, you know, I I think a lot of people forget that when they're asking for a reduction in price. You probably would have before your website, you probably would have had a lot of people trying to haggle, but yeah. on website, you wouldn't have had to have had those yeah. conversations. Yeah, That's like the reason why the website, because this is my product, this is my price, and, that, like, you know, there it is. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, for sure um, that would have streamlined a few things. Yeah, yeah. People don't, people don't know what goes on behind the scenes. No. And, like, it's an educational piece too, like. How like I can't expect someone to know what go what's involved in making a cookie if they've never made a cookie before, you know? Yeah. Especially yeah. when they want it personalized. Cause you do 
custom. Everything's custom made. Like it's absolutely fantastic. That takes a lot. You know, we we spoke recently where you told me you just recently bought a 3D printing machine just to help you be able to facilitate that customer. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. But there's time in that as well that people yeah. forget that, again, you go back to that process of putting some dough in the oven and bringing it out and, um, yeah, it's not that yeah. simple. There's so much yeah. involved. But, and you're absolutely right. If people aren't, if they're on your website, they see your pricing, they if it's not for them, it's not for them. And that's okay yeah. too. Not everyone's going to necessarily be in that no. ballpark. But yeah, well, again, it's like, oh, where can I make adjustments in my business to make it better? It just constantly comes back to that. Yeah. How can I work more effectively? How can I do it more cheaper? Like, how can I purchase something to give me more creative freedom? Um, because I feel like I love to be creative, think of new ideas and something that's I think worth in my benefit is being original and different to every other baker out there because mm-hmm. there's so many and it's like, well, for me to be able to do that, I need tools and I need skills and you're just constantly building on that, you, you know. I've got the vinyl printer. No one was doing that when I no. first started. Yeah. And now everywhere I look, <laughs> it's just vinyl everywhere. Same with like photo cookies, you know, for Zan's second birthday, I thought, oh my gosh, how cute. I'm going to put cookie like photos of her face on cookies <laughs> for all the party guests. Never seen that anywhere. Yeah. All of us, like, I see it everywhere now. Yeah. And like maybe I don't know what it is, but it's like, well, I just feel like as soon as I see something redone, I'm like, okay, well, what's the next thing I can do, you know? And that's just where all this, like the 3D printer, well, I was paying someone to do it for me. Every time I had a new idea, well, I may as well get one and do it myself. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's it. The world is like opportunity is endless. Yeah. Can I ask, like you've obviously streamlined a lot in your business by making a couple of choices about a few things. Has it given you that freedom that you wanted or do, or even the freedom, obviously, to to think about what's next? Yes, 100%. Yeah. I'm always thinking about what's next. <laughs> like it's never ending. But the chaos, the chaos has kind of gone a little bit so that you can. Yes, yeah. easier, it's a lot simpler, which fr- gives me time to focus on what's next and provide me the space and time to work on that. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, if I was doing all of that, it would be like, okay, like a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but this is, yeah, it's just a lot easier. Makes sense. Wouldn't change a thing. What is the next step for your business? What do you, where do you think it's going? Uh, Gosh, who knows? Um, I don't know. So for me, well, I did my goal setting at the start of the year. And I guess for me, um, I'll be focusing on figuring out my numbers. So that's top on the list. Yeah. And I've got numbers that I want to aim towards. Mm-hmm. And then I guess everything follows on for that from that. So, you know, I would love to do more work with corporate. Um, that would be amazing. I always love working with other businesses, small, big, medium, whatever it is. Yeah. So that's in the cards. I'll continue to do pop-up shops here and there. 
until I, you know, don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> With a 3D print, I guess that opens up opportunity as well to do cutters and embosses, but that will be something that Yaz could potentially work on my husband because he, he likes, he enjoys doing that. So it's like, oh, well, I've got the ideas and he just has to do it. Yeah. But so yeah, it's the- handy. It is handy having him around. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Outsourcing at its best. <laughs> That's right. Awesome. Free labor. <laughs> as long as you cost it my- in, as long as you cost it into your <laughs> That's what I'm all about. As long as you cost it in, it's all free labor. That's fine. Yeah. Can't wait for my kids to be a bit older. And- <laughs> yeah. Gotta make them work, right? That's right. Yeah. Wow, what an amazing adventure you've been on and you're still going on. I think it's absolutely fantastic. So, again, thank you so much for taking some time. I'm sure loads of people have taken a lot from that. You're one of us. You're that small business owner that just got it and is getting it and reaping the rewards of the hard work. So congratulations. I think it's been amazing. So, And thanks again for stopping by. Thanks for having me on. And people, just do it. That's your word for this catchphrase. Just Just do it. That's it. There you go. You heard it from the horse's mouth. Just do it. (laughs) Thanks again, Tash. Thanks, Amy. And that's it, guys, for another episode of The Boring Shit You Need to Know About Business. I'm Amy Bajada, and I'll see you next time.